I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine. And Caroline. Today, we're talking about the importance of your environment, which is something that I'm so, so heavy on. Like, if you can't tell, it comes up in every episode, mm-hmm. clean your room. But this goes way <laughs> deeper. This goes way deeper than just cleaning your room. And obviously, that is very beneficial to keep your environment aligned with you and clear but that extends to so many different facets and in so many different ways of your life before we get into anything though i want to say thank you for 2 million downloads which is insane so over this past week we hit 2 million downloads which means you guys have listened to this 2 million times which is obscene and crazy and we can't thank you enough for listening to us talk it's just one of those things where day to day week to week you can kind of overlook the amount of progress you're making or how impressive something you're doing actually is or just kind of you know ignoring your hard work a little bit but then when you look at something like that and you achieve these milestones 
we are learning the importance of like slowing down and being able to actually acknowledge that and celebrate that and when I stop and think about the choice that it takes to hit play on one of our podcast episodes and listen to it and to think that you know you guys have listened two million times that is so many times in the past two years and we're just so grateful for every single one of you those of you who have been here for the past two years since day one or who have found us more recently whatever your listening style is you guys are all so important to us and we couldn't have done this without you truly to everyone who has supported us in any way whatever may be big or small like you guys make this happen and we say that all the time and we will never stop saying that because you guys make this real for us and that is huge we could not keep doing this for two years if you guys weren't listening Mm -hmm. so huge thank you for that also i have such a hard time celebrating my our own milestones and i don't know if we're the same in that sense but like we hit a million a little under a year ago and we kept being like okay we're gonna sell we'll like do something for it next week and next week and then we never did anything for it and then we hit 1.5 and then we like still never did anything for it and that's partially because i don't i just have such a hard time like celebrating accomplishments from my own perspective you You know what i mean Two million pancakes tomorrow. I feel like we've always said, like, we'll bake a cake We're or something. We're making two Maybe million that's brownies. Two. We're making brownies. Are we? Are they going to be that themed? Well, yeah, that's why we chose brownies. We have huge plans to bake with our friends. We've got plans like to fall. bake for our friend for, like, we have two had weeks. We can't coordinate. for two weeks. But we chose um, pumpkin blondies so that we could, like, do powdered sugar on top with, like, a two million cutout. Aww. Don't worry. You'll get the vision. You'll okay. Get the vision. okay. But I'm so bad at celebrating the, like, my own personal wins, which I know is huge and, like, it's a practice what you preach moment because I would sit here and say that to you guys that you need to be celebrating your own wins Mm -hmm. so celebrating two million that's huge we're so appreciative and it just motivates us to continue doing this yeah I said something the other day and Catherine thought it was so silly we were sitting just outside and I was just like leaning back we had just gotten back from our vacation (laughs) you said it and I go even when life is not good life is good no, you said, you said even when she's like sitting back we were on our um on a neighbor's on boat because boat, they were like winterizing it and cleaning it so we were just helping and i boat. say helping with air quotes because we were just sitting on the front of the boat and she's like leaning back with her arms behind her head and she goes even when life is not good it is still good <laughs> and just the tone and the words that you said to convey this yeah, point it made it sound funny. so funny it was but funny. like it's true but i guess what i meant by that and what i'm trying to think about is like there's never a time in life where absolutely everything is good and absolutely everything is what you need it to be and i think now naturally it's easy to look at what is always lacking or what you could do better at and like of course you want to set goals and try to move things forward but like truly that is so not the way to live life because it's taking you out of the moment and you're not enjoying anything so I think I've been better at look when not everything is going well in my life some things always are and being able to look at those things and focus on those things and hitting two million on this podcast is just one of those amazing things so thank you guys so much i would even go as far as to say that you have become our community and therefore you've become part of our environment and the way we split this episode up to talk about is in different pockets of what your environment is because it's not just places it's also people it's also your communities and Mm -hmm. you guys have become a big part of my environment so thanks so your environment is so much more like karen said than where you live it's so much more than like your room of course that plays into it but it's the people around you people you can control being in your life and people who you can't control being in your life it's the way you think it's the way you act it's how you choose to embrace your environment and how you choose to live 
within it. So there's so many different things. We're going to break it down as we do. Every time I go to plan an episode, I'm like macro, micro, macro, micro, because we can talk about these kind of larger concepts. And for the most part, what we're talking about on the show is macro concepts, like the importance of your environment. Someone could write a thesis paper on that. But we're going to talk about it in the broader scope. And we're also going to talk about it in the day-to-day, like, immediate scope where you can make those more actionable, actionable like, tangible changes, which I think is really important to understand both. It's, it's huge to be able to conceptualize it on a large scale yeah. because you can follow that throughout your life. None of those macro changes, though, happen overnight, whereas some of these micro changes, like cleaning your room, can happen overnight and you can have immediate control and immediate action on them. So I think it's really important to break them down like that but I do want to say that it is so important to outgrow your environment that is normal so if you're feeling like oh my god I'm so uncomfortable in this environment right now whatever facet it may be or maybe it's the entire thing whereas a year ago that really served you and you really enjoyed it and you had like curated this environment I feel like that's kind of an identity thing where if you spend so much time curating an environment and putting effort into making your environment serve you and making your environment fit you if a year goes by and you know you grow you elevate your environment can't like you cannot grow your environment yeah. and that's not right or wrong it just is how life works and it's really important to understand that that is a normal thing and you can make your environment fit yourself again yeah it's like a childhood bedroom type vibe I feel like a lot of people have either continued to live in a childhood bedroom without revamping it for too long after you've outgrown it or maybe you've gone away to school or moved away and your bedroom has stayed the same and every time you go back to it it's like this isn't me anymore but I Mm -hmm. see that person that I was then and I remember that but what used to align with me so perfectly is now I almost feel kind of like reminiscent of a past version of myself but it isn't me anymore like you can tell when you've outgrown an environment I think that that is like a very um tangible specific scenario that a lot of people go through I do think that's huge to understand I feel like we posted a um clip of a podcast episode a while back um just at the beginning of the summer where I was like being home makes me lose all motivation like being in my childhood (laughs) bedroom and like this isn't my childhood bedroom if you're watching right now it's a it's a a white wall like we're recording in my room we moved to this house our like sophomore junior we were only 16 though so so we we spent a lot of time here and a teenage I mean we had like multiple childhood bedrooms because we moved around a little bit but there's nothing in this room it's it's like a bed there's no I don't have decorations on my wall I keep it pretty minimalistic if you will but I still when I come back to this house I like lose motivation and it's the craziest Mm. thing it happened last week when we when we came back we're here for like a week or two between travels to you know get some work done but I don't know what it is I just like lose all motivation and like will to do anything (laughs) and I posted a clip of this being like when you're back in your childhood bedroom for the summer whatever it may be you revert back to like old negative tendencies and just get so lazy and I'm bringing this up because so many people agreed and was like oh my god I didn't know how to explain this but like I'm so glad it's not just me so it's so interesting to see how environments really feed into personality traits and ways of being and they can really have such a huge impact whether you know it or not on how you're existing and what your energy levels are and how you're able to move about life like your environment feeds into your motivation and energy level and like how you act yeah similarly though I think 
I think things can sometimes feel negative, but I also think it's interesting. I feel like in terms of this house in particular, I've experienced like an energy shift in the way that I feel in the environment. I think that when we first went away to college years ago, or I guess even before then, like when we were first here, as much as I love this house, it was like a little bit negatively charged for me because I feel like the the first couple years that we lived in this house, it was like I just wanted to leave. Like it was not a time that I was super happy. It wasn't a time where I liked who I was friends with and who I was around. And so I think that it was like kind of negatively charged for me in that way as much as like, you know, I love my family that lives in the house and all of those things. I just didn't really love the environment. And so every time after that, that I would come home from college for like the first two summers, it was so negatively charged for me. Like it would drain me like in Catherine was saying, I would come back, I would revert back to like lazy feelings and negative mindsets and all of that. But I think in the past two years and this year in particular, it, it feels so much more positively charged for me. And I think that maybe that's just because as time moves on, you become more removed from things, but also you can kind of overlay things with new memories and with new feelings. Like now I come home and we've made so many more friends in our hometown that I actually enjoy hanging out with and have created so many better memories in this house. We've had so many friends from school in Boston come visit our home. Mm -hmm. So now they've replaced those memories here. It now feels like a cozy, nice place to come home to in the summer and during the holiday season with my family. And so now it feels honestly so much more positive and is kind of like a a safe happy place Mm -hmm. whereas it definitely had more of a negative effect on me in other times so it's interesting to me how that environment shifted just based on my own life experiences like I didn't necessarily grow out of it but it kind of as I grew my outlook on it and the way that it made me feel has changed Mm -hmm. that also is because you put a lot of effort in changing that whether it was like super intentional or not you when you were here you put effort into you know, maintaining healthy habits or better habits or, you know, supporting your new positive outlook on life and yourself in general. And over time, that's going to kind of replace things that make your environment maybe not support you as much as it could be supporting you. I'm so heavy on the importance of your physical environment. Like I said, clean your room, decorate your room to align with you, make sure that the place you're living kind of supports you as much as possible and do what you can to control that. Of course, everyone has different extents of what they can control within the environment they live in, within their house or apartment or city, whatever it may be. So macro environment is obviously like city, town, state, country, where you're living. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different parts that feed into that on like a political, environmental level. Like, there are different places that you align with, more or less. Have you, like, you you ever traveled to a place and you're like, I'm mm-hmm. really uncomfortable here? Or yeah. like, you travel to a place and you're like, wow, I really yeah. enjoy it here. Sometimes you when I'm traveling, I feel really anxious and chaotic. And I'm, like, enjoying and grateful for being able to experience a new place. But I'm like, this is interesting information and exposure and observation. But I'm, like, but kind it's of not uncomfortable my in this yeah. environment. This is, this is just, like, not for me mm-hmm. um and there are other places you go and it's the complete opposite and you're like wow I really align with this and I love it and it's less of like oh I'm observing this and more of like I'm experiencing yeah. it and it's less chaotic and stressful yeah something because sometimes I travel or I'm in a new place and I'm like I'm really really uncomfortable yeah not in a bad way just in a like 
this is just not my place. I think you know if you click with a place immediately or not, or you can feel if you're aligned with it. Like, for example, we've only been to Italy once, but the only time I've been to Italy, I was like, this is beautiful. I enjoy visiting here, but I don't think that this lifestyle aligns with mine. Like, I'm living way too differently on this vacation to Mm -hmm. match the culture and the lifestyle than I think I would be able to sustain versus there's sometimes I've gone to other places and I'm like oh my god this this just I feel so energized this feels like so much more vibrant when we lived in Singapore Singapore can be an absolutely incredible place I know so many people who have loved it I've always told people if I was just visiting there and I was just on vacation it would be an incredible place it was so hard for me to live there because I just could not get a lifestyle that worked for me there and something about the environment at that time was so draining for me it just Mm -hmm. didn't work and I'm like there's nothing against Italy and Singapore it just it didn't work for me at Mm -hmm. least during that phase of my life it just didn't line up but obviously you can't just up and move maybe you can that's super cool if you have the capacity and ability to do so but people have different limitations so whether or not you can change your house or where you're living or who you're living with or like the country that you're living in you can change how you experience it the way that i experience living here as compared to like two years ago and four years prior to that is vastly different and has impacted my experience two years ago i didn't know that some of these like places existed or i didn't spend a lot of time there i didn't experience these places in the same way like one specific beach i had no idea how much i could how much time i could spend there and how much appreciation and like the vibe of it Mm -hmm. was so different two years ago because i wasn't experiencing it in the same way um i wasn't going to the same like coffee shops and stores and you know, structuring my days the same as I am now. And I think that's huge, the shift in experiencing it. So I would say that tangible thing that you changed was not like, look, it's not realistic to up and change where your family home is. You don't have that control, but you changed, okay, from here, where do I go? Because the environment is not just your house, but the environment is where Mm -hmm. you're going and where you're spending your time and the activities that you're doing around that. And in the same town, in the same state, in the same area, you can go and do vastly different things and create mm-hmm. a whole new environment right. and structure around that. Like, it's, even down to, like, where are you going for a walk? If yeah. you go on a walk from your house or what, what like, coffee shop are you going to? Mm-hmm. What activities are you doing with your friends? If you're driving around, like, where are you driving to? On another level, if the environment, like your direct environment is not feeling right to you, a friend told me a story recently that she was going through that I thought was so interesting. And I was like, honestly, yes, like that's so good to take that into your own control. But basically, I have this friend from London. She was studying abroad in Boston all of last year, which is where we met. And so she was gone from London for a year, then over the summer did a bunch of traveling, so she really wasn't home. And I don't know exactly what the timeline was, but before she came to Boston, she had broken up with or gotten broken up with, gotten out of her first long-term relationship, like first love vibes. And then after this year and a half, she goes back to her apartment and she was like being in that room where I lived for those years when that relationship was like the primary focus of my life when we had all of our memories and experiences in that room me trying to like exist in there and live in there it made me go absolutely manic she was like I literally went off the rails like I was acting absolutely crazy I was disgusted with myself and the things I was doing and she was like and I know that it was fueled 
by being back in that room and by that triggering all of these memories and all of this feeling. And so she, her family owns this apartment. She couldn't change the apartment she was living in, but she has a roommate. And what she did is she asked her roommate, can we just switch rooms? Can we take all of our stuff and can we just switch rooms inside this, our own apartment? And the roommate agreed and she was like, immediately, I felt so much better. Just that subtle shift in space. I'm living in the same apartment. I have a lot of the same stuff, but it's not the same room anymore. It's not triggering all of those same things. So like there's there's a way to control that. I don't know. That was very interesting to me because it was like, okay, very, very clearly being back in that environment is having such an influence on you, which kind of supports what we're talking about, about how influential and impactful your environment is. But also how minor that shift was that you can be within the same apartment you can just change what that room is and it can immediately relieve so much of that negativity from you is very powerful so those are pretty large examples of how important your environment is and how you can take control of it and change it on a super micro level like literally just you and the tiny things that you can control to make such a huge impact are if you can't switch rooms move your bed to like the other wall Mm -hmm. or flip what side of the bed your pillows on or make these small little changes that maybe no one else even notices change your bedding when you know that you made a a small change like you're gonna feel it and you're gonna be aware of it and you're gonna be empowered from it whether it's like the way that you put your throw blanket on your bed or like the color of your bedding or the art and decorations on your walls or keeping your room clean how your room is organized that's super interesting is like how are your drawers organized and how's your closet organized you can flip things around I actually realized this the other day I used to have my the number of times that I've taken all the clothes out of my closet and just refolded them and like (laughs) reorganized them to put them back into my closet is insane but there's one shelf that I'm like I've had workout clothes on this shelf I've had like t-shirts on this shelf I've had jeans on this shelf I've had sweatshirts on this shelf like things are just shuffling around and if you but if you do that intentionally it can have super positive impacts and so being one aware of them and two putting intention behind them is huge and this goes for a lot of things even outside of the importance of your environment and outside of this episode but putting intention behind things can make it so much more impactful and impactful to begin with even yeah I think being proactive about it could actually be really smart like if you feel yourself growing if you just think that you haven't made any sort of change to your environment in a while and it could be somewhat stuck in the past or stuck in like even a minorly different version of yourself because we're constantly growing it doesn't have to feel like the most dramatic thing in the world it could be smart to proactively always be making subtle changes like the way that you have your closet organized like a new set of bedding or a new pillow or a new decoration in your room or just you know moving where your mirror is things like that can be so subtle but you know go along with the subtle shifts in your life I also think that you know there are always those macro things of changing your environment by moving to a different country or studying abroad or going and working abroad or just even traveling but if you have a home base any time that you come back to that home base, regardless of the environmental shifts that you've had when you were traveling, you're going to come back to the room and the second you step inside, it's going to have that same charge of whatever Mm -hmm. it is. 
Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. And so I think that whatever your home base location is, you've got to get that environment right because no matter what you can do to temporarily change those things and temporarily change your environment to change how you feel, anytime that you come back to something, it's going to bring those same feelings back. So if you're experiencing something, maybe you know, you're going back to school after the summer and you won't be home again till the holidays. Next time you go home, if you're feeling like it's not perfect, make those changes so that it's something different. So that every time you go, you go back home, you don't feel like you're reverting back to the same old things. You can also make changes proactively mm-hmm. to support a growing environment. So you don't have to wait until you're uncomfortable to make a change. Yeah, you course. can make a change to instigate a new energy and new motivation. When I, when I clean my room, I'm motivated to do more things Mm -hmm. and it's not like oh I'm cleaning my room because I'm super uncomfortable with how messy it is silly example but using it to be tangible when you clean your room it's like an immediate motivator Mm -hmm. um to kind of jumpstart that people are also a huge thing so your environment is not just made up of the room you live in the house you live in the town you live in whatever it may be it's the people and yourself as well So people I've broken down into people that you can control whether or not they're in your life and people you can't control whether or not they're in your life. So people you can't control are people like your family members, the people you work with, people you go to school with, like 
maybe there's a super irritating barista that but you like the coffee so you go to your coffee shop I mean you could change coffee shops but there is there's a group of people within your life that you can't control whether or not they're in your life maybe or at least it would cause a huge amount of resistance to change yeah yeah you know when it comes um, to family or maybe a professor that's teaching a class yeah because like you would have to switch your class or you'd have to change your job or you'd have to like remove yourself from your family or break up a group of friends yeah um it could even be I just thought of mutual friends so say you have a really good close friend who has a friend that you really don't get along with and really has like bad vibes between you that's someone that you have to stay civil with and you can you know choose not to go to things if they're there or keep your distance or whatever it may be but they're still like semi in and around your life and sometimes it can get to a point where it's not even worth like putting so much energy into the main relationship but that is someone who is kind of in your life by default and you can't super control whether or not they're in your life because it's not your choice Mm -hmm. that this person is friends with them or not yeah um but the impact that the people who are in your life have is so powerful i mean i think there's so many quotes out there that talk about how important the people around you are like you are the average of the five closest people around you or even things that say 90 percent of who you are is made up by the people around you because they have that much of an influence on you whether it's in their beliefs and the way that they talk and what their habits are um all of those things i know chris jenner always says that when I watch the Kardashians or when I watch her talk in anything she's like my closest girlfriends are people who like we will have each other's back through everything they're people who I'm so impressed with there are people who can come to me for anything who I can go to for anything a lot of them are people who have been in my life forever and she's always like saying that that is something that she pushes on her daughter so much is how important having genuine people and the right people in your life is and look they're an incredibly successful family so if Kris Jenner is saying it and she's saying that to all of her daughters like it's just it has to be true you know it's true in that case but I do think that it's so powerful because if you look at yourself through different phases of your life when you've had different groups of friends around you or you've been closer with different people it's really interesting to look at how different of a person you can be through that how different your hobbies are because maybe you're friends with a group of people who are always hiking and so you're hiking a lot for that period of your life but then maybe you're it's not actually all that important to you so then when you're friends with a different group of people who aren't all that interested in it you kind of drop that hobby a little bit or maybe you have some people who are so funny they're so like comedy focused in how they express themselves and they bring out such a funny side of you and other people bring out a more serious side of you and so Side note, those, (laughs) I've seen so many videos of people being like when you use like this personality around the other friend group and then yeah when you use your unhinged personality around your serious friends why would you say that like blah 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 you're like oh my my god oops (laughs) but that's huge because you and not to say that it's good or bad like it is good to have varying different friend groups and relationships but knowing how those impact how you act and how you feel and who you are in those environments is really really important so it's good to have people that challenge you and people that support you and people that make you feel good and people that make you laugh and like you enjoy being around yeah I think it's interesting to observe um those different changes of like what sides of you can come out around different people but I think at the end of the day that just goes to show how powerful 
the environment is that you create with the people around you, how impactful that is on you and can help you understand why it's so important to be intentional about the people who are around you because that means like you want to always have trustworthy people around you because they're gonna one make you a trustworthy person but they're also gonna make you feel much more safe and comfortable in your own life and that is gonna affect how you act so much if you don't um always feel like you're you're on the edge you don't know where you stand with people you don't know if you can trust people that changes your character so much if you're used to always having people in your life that you know you can trust you know you can rely on them and vice versa Mm -hmm. and also I think in on a more negative side I think guilty by association is definitely a real thing that happens even if you don't do something if you are having people in your life and you're close to people it's saying that you like that person's character and you stand by that character and so not only can that character rub off on you but it also you know reputation wise and how other people view you is like why are you standing by that person's character when they're very clearly not a good person Mm -hmm. to the people around them and like karen said one-off things mistakes whatever it may be totally valid but Mm -hmm. if this is someone's like who they are and they don't have other sides it's really hard to be friends with someone like that when you are aware of that side of their character and that being who they are when you are not like that yeah I also I love just on a personal standpoint I think it's always so important for me I think what I'm drawn to in any people in general is people who have some sort of like ambition or passion because being around people like that motivates me so much in my own life and like makes me get excited about life and excited about whatever I'm doing when I'm around people who even if it is put towards different interests have that excitement in life so I know that that is something that I'm super drawn to in people and look to in people and I think that that is so impactful from an environmental standpoint when you have people who are high energy positive people in themselves like that can't help but rub off on you and make you also excited about life in a similar way even if it's about different things like Mm -hmm. people's energies rub off on you so much yeah so the people that are like that and are good and you want more of in your life you can put more energy into the more energy you put into something the more energy you get out the bigger a deal you make something the bigger deal it is So with the people that, you know, you want more of and you want more involvement in their lives and you want them to be more involved in your life, people that you just appreciate and are good people in your life, you can seek out spending more time with them. You can put more appreciation to them. You can um, put more weight on their opinions and their respect and their, you know, the space that they take up in your head. Alternatively, the people that, you know, you don't want as much of in your life, you can do the same in reverse. You can change the weight that they have in your head. You can change how much you value their opinions and how much you value their respect. Because if there's someone who is flaky and maybe not the best person all the time, when you have them at a super high value and high importance and value their respect and their opinions really highly... It's going to be so frustrating when yours don't match up with theirs or, you know, it's just not a good deal. But when you lessen that, it doesn't mean you have to cut people out entirely, but when you lessen your idea of them and their respect and their opinions and put less weight to it, they're not going to impact you Mm -hmm. as much. And that's not going to, like, change your environment or make your environment negative, whereas it would if it had more weight. So the more weight you put on the good things, the better your environment will become. And the less weight you put on the bad things, the less bad your environment will become. Something to think about with the people around you is how does that specific person make you feel 
less about even their actions and what they say to you but just subconsciously because sometimes the energy of a person and being around someone sometimes it immediately makes you self-conscious and feel reserved and you're not as talkative and you're overthinking anything and then there's some other people who you could also be sitting around them and whatever the energy is just you feel so much more comfortable and like you can be yourself i think a good test is like who can i just free flow talk to and who am i second guessing everything Mm -hmm. who do i feel like i can be sitting in front of in sweatpants with no makeup and be just as comfortable as if i was out at a party all put together or who do i feel like i can only approach when i'm at my absolute peak right if you're like having a bad day there are people that you're not going to enjoy being around but some people you're gonna be comfortable being around when you're having a shit day yeah um which i think is really huge and a huge testament to their value in your life Mm -hmm. another big part of what makes up your environment is yourself so your mindset the space within your head the ideas the thoughts the dialogue within your head that is an environment within itself and a huge impactful one the way you speak to yourself, the things that, you know, run through your mind 24-7, the level of neutral. I think this is a huge um, concept for me, and I don't know if it's easily explainable, but your baseline, your level of neutral is not set in stone. I think it can change. So as you get to know yourself and get more comfortable with yourself and just, like, enjoy life more, your level of neutral raises. Mm-hmm. So when you're just chill, when you're like hanging out, when you're not, you don't have much going on, just living your normal day-to-day life, that level of energy and how you are and how you appreciate life is going to be a lot higher. There are times when like huge long phases of life where that is lessened, um, but I think the main goal of life is to, you know, raise that bar. I feel like we talk about this a lot um, and it's a more recent realization in my own life that the extreme highs and lows are really uncomfortable. They happen and they're valid. You're never going to be sitting at your baseline neutral. Um, but when you pass through it and spend more time there, it can be raised. Mm-hmm. And so you're not trying to live your life at an extreme high or an extreme low. Like you're trying to find that dynamic in the neutral within your life. And to raise it is huge. And I think that has a lot to do with your internal environment your mindset your relationship with yourself so some tips for improving your mindset is to improve your relationship with yourself those go absolutely hand in hand and we talk about this when we talk about confidence our like recipe for confidence is trusting yourself respecting yourself doing the things you say you're gonna do so many things go into it but at the end of the day it's just being in alignment with yourself and respecting yourself I think getting comfortable with yourself and liking yourself at the end of the day at the it's truly about liking yourself yeah um (laughs) you have to like yourself you have to like yourself like that's truly what this is all about i don't care what wellness content or self-help or lifestyle or growth you're consuming just like yourself like that's the main goal of this stuff is to like yourself well i think that that's the purpose of what everything is it's fitness to either make you think that you look good or make you feel strong so that you like yourself it's fashion so that you like what you wear so that you like yourself it's being in alignment with your friends and liking your friends so that you can be your authentic self so that you can like yourself yeah and honestly liking yourself truly will solve so many problems for you 
I think that the most important environment to get right is your mindset because as much as you can change all of the things around you as much as you can change your room you can clean your sheets you can move states you can move countries like no matter where you are in the world you are always with yourself and so if you don't have it right in here it doesn't matter where else you are it's still not gonna be right it's still not gonna be enough you're still not gonna like it if you haven't worked on the environment within your own mind If you don't like yourself in Boston, you're not going to like yourself in Italy. And you're not going to like yourself in Hong Kong. You're not going to like yourself in South Mm. Africa. And you're not going to like yourself anywhere if you don't like yourself where you're at now. And I will say that those changes of external environments, they can help you grow and they can help you discover yourself and find yourself. Mm -hmm. But you have to be open to that. You can't place it on the environment itself. You have to place it on your openness to change and to to embrace new things and to let yourself evolve with those things like if you go and spend a semester in Italy or six months in Italy and you absolutely love who you are there that can be who you are regardless of that environment that means that you have aligned with some of the lifestyles there it means that you've grown and developed as a person and who you are there like don't sell yourself short for your credit in feeling good about yourself and feeling good about your life i think that it it definitely does all come down to the mindset as impactful as all of the external environment things are that's the number one thing that you can control if unable to control anything else and also the number one thing that if you don't have right is going to hold you back even if you can fix everything else around you so one of the biggest takeaways or points i want you to walk away from this with besides understanding your environment and understanding how you can change it is that your environment should be evolving with you your environment two years ago that was aligned with you shouldn't be exactly the same as it is now because you shouldn't be exactly the same as you were two years ago um so within the context of people if there are people in your life that aren't evolving and growing at the same pace or in general then you should be growing apart from them it shouldn't of course like put an effort to maintain relationships and um you know keep the good relationships within your life but to a certain extent you should be growing away from people because people grow in different directions at different rates that doesn't mean people are going to be completely out of your life I think that's a huge topic on social media um that like people either need to be your best friend or like cut them out of your life absolutely not people's weight in your life and importance within your environment and the type of relationship you have with them can change and evolve just Mm -hmm. as your environment changes and evolves and that's just part of it so if people are growing at different rates or growing in different directions then your environment and relationship with them should adapt to meet that your physical environment should be evolving and changing and growing if you're living in your childhood bedroom of like 18 years and it still looks the same as when you moved in there on your first birthday (laughs) like you should maybe paint the walls or something it's Um, like when you outgrow a crib then you get a little bed and then you outgrow that and you get a twin bed and then you outgrow that and maybe you get a queen bed it's like as you grow in size you change your (laughs) physical environment as you grow mentally it is probably worth it to change your physical environment too um like change your bedding change the side of the room that your bed is on change whatever it may be um the organization of things like make a change that supports your environment and your growth um over time Mm -hmm. 
this doesn't mean every week you have to go make a change. This means like if you're if you're in the same spot as you were two years ago, you should maybe make a change to help you understand how much you've grown or force you to start growing in the ways that are going to be beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. And then your relationship with yourself should never stop growing and changing and being challenged. And I think that's huge. You can always like yourself more. <laughs> if you like yourself now, you can like yourself more and in different ways and deeper. Yeah. Over the I next. think in different ways and deeper is important because you, you're always going to be discovering new things that you like and you're always going to be letting things go from your life too that maybe don't interest you as much anymore. So it doesn't always have to be, oh my god, I have to like myself more, but it's I can like myself in different mm-hmm. ways. I can learn about yeah. myself in different ways. And I think that may be daunting with anything. So whether or not, whether it's like, oh, you're trying to get into a healthy lifestyle or work out or someone asked me the other day, they're like, how... How's fitness going? And I was like, what do you mean by that? They're like, you still... Well, first off, they were like, you still jogging? And I was like, yeah, actually, I'm like, I'm a... Reggie, I was like, I'm about to go jogging. You're still jogging? You're still jogging? And I was like, yeah, I'm actually about to go for a run right now. And they sent me a meme, and it was like, somewhere out there, a white person's jogging. And he just goes, <laughs> you. And, like, and it's true. Because I... For the past, like, as long as I can remember, I've been active. And for the rest of my life I will be active and I will be jogging for the rest of my life thank you um but that's also a daunting thing if you're just getting into it to be like hi this is my first day at the gym of the next 70 million days um but it's not because it's an evolution just like anything else like you're gonna be yourself for the next 70 million days and you're gonna like yourself for the next 70 million days but you're gonna like yourself doing different hobbies and in different environments and with different people and with different personality traits and with different interests as you grow and change and evolve that's the whole point of this episode is that your environment is really important to who you are and how you evolve so it's important that it grows with you thank you guys so much for listening we love you. Thank you again for 2 million streams and for, you know, 3, 4, 5, 6, 10 million down the line. Who knows how far this is going to go. <laughs> we're in it, though. And we're so glad we're that you guys it. are in it with us. Make sure you're following at Girls with Goals Pod on Instagram and TikTok. We post clips. We post updates. We have giveaways. We post behind-the-scenes content and other helpful things. Make sure you're following our personal accounts at Caroline Kaneen. And Catherine Kaneen. And we will see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.